everyone and welcome to the Prophetic for God podcast. Hello, my name is Jerry and uh, I want to thank the Lord for what he's doing and uh, God bless you. Amen. So if you've come here and I thought I'd, uh, I've been just terribly busy lately, but praise the Lord. I thought we'd go back into our study. We're just going chapter by chapter and sometimes maybe verse by verse. And uh, we're in Jeremiah chapter 3 uh, this evening. Amen. So, praise the Lord. It's a long book, and uh, and on the tame table. But sometimes maybe it's better to go s- slower because people absorb more sometimes that way. And you'll find the other st- chapters that we started with earlier. But uh, anyways, I want to welcome everyone, and uh, we also have uh, some listeners from India. Amen. Praise the Lord. So that's an added country, and uh, there's a very small uh, people listening from India. We want to thank the Lord for that. So you that are listening from India, God bless you, and um, I just pray that uh, this podcast, as I say many times, is this, the main theme of our episodes here and everything is to have people come closer to God, amen? And uh, we love the Word of God here, we love the Holy Spirit, and uh, I believe in the the gifts of the Spirit, and the moving of the Spirit, and the fivefold ministry, amen? Uh, the Bible speaks of that, amen? So praise the Lord. And I thank the Lord for everybody that's been downloading and sharing the episodes and just becoming a part. Praise the Lord, and I welcome you here. And uh, whether you're on church or church, amen, whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, amen, uh, whether you're just inquiring, amen, praise the Lord. Um, and that's always a good thing. God put, many times puts an inquiry in people's hearts. So whatever background you're from, uh, wherever you come from, wherever you're listening from, whatever your stature is, in life amen i pray that the lord uh, speaks to your spirit speaks to your heart and draws your heart in life uh, closer to him and um, many of you know i'm a truck driver and a preacher amen so praise the lord i'm out here on the road i meet a lot of people and things and uh, we go all over the country so (laughs) and sometimes into canada and uh, praise the lord amen thank you jesus and uh, so i thank the lord for what he is doing uh, in the earth today uh, and what he's his word is coming to pass nearly on a daily basis praise God so stay tuned and we just uh, touch on touching Jeremiah here and uh, chapter 3 and we want to recap a little bit on 2 here um, and uh, we, we see that uh, when we come to uh, the third chapter of Jeremiah uh, we can kind of look back and remember in Jeremiah chapter 2 that there, be, there begins a message there that uh, covers the entirety of chapter 2 and then also encompasses or takes in five verses of chapter 3, okay, of Jeremiah. Uh, so what I'd like to conclude in the message here uh, from the last time and sort of begin the new message that we can see uh, here that all of the chapters, uh, chapter 2 through 6, was given uh, during the first five years of Jeremiah's ministry. Amen? Okay? And and it was before the book of the law was found. Amen? Was found. And also, uh, it was uh, during the time of Josiah, King Josiah, it's another young man, amen, was seeking the Lord and he was instituting certain 
reforms or reformations in the nation. Amen. Okay, and the main part of what he was doing, uh, he was he was basically cleaning up idolatry uh, throughout the nation. Amen. Throughout the land. Um, which the nation had basically gone over into idolatry and had forsaken the God or God, of course, the God Jehovah, amen, of course, Josiah and the prophet Jeremiah were young at heart, amen. They had a great impact on the nation, amen. And, uh, and now they want to... And they went over to idolatry, as they went over to idolatry in the nation, amen? Uh, why did they do that? Well, it was comfortable and it was popular. Uh, praise God. Uh, but it was in such a way that it lowered the standards in Israel and had taken down to a more lower level, amen? Which isn't good. And as we read the uh, Jeremiah chapter 3, we can see the, the heart of the Lord also in the message. And it's important to note that anytime we we read in Scripture of the heart of God, uh, I love the heart of the Lord. I love to, uh, we can see the character of God. We can see those things, how they came together. Amen. And uh, so we read in Jeremiah 3 and 1, that they had come down to a very low level, amen? And there was uh, gross immorality, you might want to say, in the land. And they were given over onto this. And they mention it in the next verse in Jeremiah uh, 3 and 2. We're going we're gonna to read some of these. And basically, just go over some of these, amen? Praise the Lord. Let's just read the first verse in Jeremiah. We're in Jeremiah 3 and one amen and we also see here the decline of a of, of a people that love god and walked away from him and we will get into that in the message here but we also want to note that the various things here okay so so in jeremiah 3 and 1 jeremiah chapter 3 and 1 amen uh, they say if a man put away his wife and she go from him and become another man's man's shall he return unto her again shall not that land be greatly polluted okay amen you have to look at the the language here and the wording it's, it's tremendous uh, but thou hast played the harlot with many lovers amen yet return again to me saith the Lord amen praise the Lord and let me turn over to uh, just some uh, I wanted to share here so speaking uh, speaking not of a figurative a statue or image over an idol amen but anything an idol basically is anything that draws your heart and life away from God amen and we will read that in, in some in here, but and we know that uh, God's people, Israel, at that time in history, had turned to to many things, which speaks of in Jeremiah. Amen. Okay. So, but anything an individual would give themselves onto, 
Amen. We're not just talking about a little statue or idol like that. But anything an individual would give themselves onto, uh, and even we can take uh, such as covetousness, amen, and there's many other things uh, that they dedicate themselves to. When something is, uh, when, when one wants to replace something, they replace it with something else. And when it's replaced outside of God, we read here in Jeremiah what the Lord says about that, amen. And the language is, is, is very uh, graphic in some details. Uh, however, not as graphic as that we're in Hosea. We read that too. And I've, I've uh, shared and studied with people uh, online with that before over in Pal Talk. Amen. Uh, and it was quite a, quite a crowd there that night about a year ago when I, not quite a year ago that we uh, had that going on. Uh, people were, uh, quite a few people showed up. Okay. Uh, such as covenants that they, they dedicate them, themselves as an individual or nation of people or what to such a practice that is outside of being drawn away from God. Amen? So his word and his ways. Okay? And people will dedicate themselves to the ways of sin. Right? And the energy of sin. Okay? When one turns away from the living God, they will turn, people will always turn to something that they are controlled or, or uh, have concocted, rather, and it becomes... Uh, their God, amen. And uh, we just mentioned covetousness, there's many other things, okay. Uh, turns into an idol which takes people's heart and life away from God, amen. So we see God that in, in the chapter we're about to get into, we see God that demands our obedience, amen. That an idol in men's heart, amen, not making demands of such, uh, what I want to say here, brings a man into a bondage brings an individual into bondage to leading further destruction in their lives. Now we know, I've said this in other uh, episodes, um, you could turn to those and you'll see that our God is a jealous God. Uh, he's jealous over you and I, or even as His church as a people, as, as, as one unto Him. Amen? He's not a one-night stand in a sense. Amen? He's not a Sunday go-to-meeting God. He's not a God that you pick up on uh, Sunday morning and let him go the rest of the week. Amen. God is very much into relationship uh, with his people here. So I just wanted to bring that out. But we also, uh, and I just wanted to um, share this with you, we also are to be reminded of the groves. Okay. Now what they did in those groves, if you look into history, okay, as it's called in scripture, they had gone into these high places. Okay. And they, uh, the high places where where many grossly things were immorally were done. The high places were uh, were a grove of trees, basically, and an altar there, and all kinds of sex orgies were done there and carried out, and all sorts of of uh, drunkenness were carried out there as a result of a nation that had sunk to a low level. And we see that in history in Jeremiah here. Amen. Praise God. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. And just to reiterate or call something out here, uh, God's called us to what? First, to humanity. He's called humanity to what? First, pure, then peaceable, holy, uh, then basically happy and righteous, and then 
a rejoicing, amen? The joy of the Lord is our strength, the scripture says, amen? So, we are reminded that even the immorality in our own nation, amen, it continues to bring down things as a nation, uh, the morality of a nation, amen? Praise the Lord. Praise God. And you see here, God that's all-powerful, not forcing people to make a decision. I mean, that's important to note that, isn't it? That God doesn't come along and force himself into your life. Amen? I've said that on many times. But he comes by invitation through the Holy Spirit into your life. Amen? Hallelujah. It's always an individual's choice to serve the Lord and to come to God. Amen? Praise the Lord. Okay, so let's read in, in, in Jeremiah here. We'll read uh, Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 1. Okay, they say, If a man put away his wife, and she go from him. We're talking about spiritual adultery here in many cases, okay? And she go, and you would even look that up in the book of Hosea, for, from him and become another man's, shall he return it here again? Shall not that, that land be greatly, and notice the word here, greatly polluted, but thou hast played the harlot. Who were these people? They weren't the people in the world. They were God's people, okay? But they has, has played the harlot with many lovers, amen? Notice the language, what God calls that through the prophet Jeremiah, amen? He calls it, amen? The word key, some of the key words here are polluted, uh, harlot, amen? Praise the Lord. And see, and the lovers yet, yet return to me, saith the Lord. Amen. So we see a calling going out from God to return unto Him. Amen. Does God force a nation or a people or even in this time to serve Him? No. It's still His character. You can't force righteousness on anybody, can you? Right? It can be God will come along and forewarn. Uh, he'll use His service. God can use anything. Anybody, at any time, anywhere, he chooses, amen? It's always his choosing. The prophet Jeremiah was, was called by God to the ministry of a prophet. Praise God. Hallelujah. It wasn't man's calling. It was God's calling, amen? Praise the Lord. And God calls uh, individuals into certain callings. And how do you find that calling out? You'll find this in Scripture by coming and seeking him, amen? Praise the Lord. And the Holy Spirit calling out to your life and you're responding to that, okay? So just to interject some of these things. So in verse 2 of chapter 3 of Jeremiah, we read in verse 2, Lift up thine eyes unto the high places. Remember we just talked about, I shared that with you about the high places. And see where thou hast not been lean within thy ways. Hast thou sat for them as the Arabian in the wilderness and thou hast, there's that word again, polluted, okay, the land with thy whoredoms. In other words, people are, oh, hallelujah, I just feel the presence of the Lord, amen, that, that thou hast polluted the land with thy whoredoms and with thy wickedness. And saints, I hate to say this, but what do we have when we have a, a diluted word? 
or a diluted ministry or a diluted platform the lord speaks about that in his word amen and we talked about that in jeremiah 1 also mentions ministry there also mentions pastors amen and you have a right to um, to go in the word of god and look at a ministry and see how that lines up with the word of god and you're not going to find a perfect ministry a perfect church god works through an imperfect people but if you want to go to other episodes that I have, I have here that it'll share, it, it's spoken of in there through Scripture, how God looks at that. There's certain key things that you can look for in ministry, certain criteria that lines up with not a man's solder and not anybody's, but lines up with, with the Word of God. Amen? Praise the Lord. And like I said, you won't find a perfect ministry. God worked even through his servants through imprint. The only perfect one is God. That's why we need him. Amen. To turn to him. Okay, so let's read that that in Jeremiah 3 and verse 2 again. Lift up thine eyes. This is an acknowledgement going out, a word going out from the Lord saying, Lift up thine eyes onto the high places and see where thou hast not been laying with in thy ways. You notice what's going on here? There's God is calling and speaking through Jeremiah that they would acknowledge their what? Their ways. Amen? And that can go out to a church, a nation, hallelujah, in this case the nation uh, at the time, the nation of God's people, uh, Israel, praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. And thou hast been lean with in thy ways, hast thou sat for them amen praise the lord as the arabian in the wilderness and thou hast polluted the land how did they pollute the land amen. they did these things and what i just mentioned in the high places they did hideous things there they did things that were totally against god and they they were stubborn they became stubborn and they rebelled against god and God used the prophet Jeremiah, such a, a man of God as Jeremiah, to come along. Amen. And he was a weeping prophet. Now God could have chose Elijah. He could have chose somebody else with a, uh, with a fiery message. Amen. But he chose the prophet Jeremiah that was a weeping prophet and had a, a, a real weeping towards the Lord and, and towards God. Amen. Four, and, and let's go down to verse 3. Therefore, the showers. Now we see in verse 3 the beginning of the judgments of God. Amen. Now we have to understand in Scripture, a lot of people don't like to like to talk about this or it's hidden from ministry. Uh, you know, for various reasons. Like I say, you'll hear things here you might not hear in church. I didn't say all churches, but some churches. Amen. And why is that? Well, uh, there's a fear of losing people. There's many different fears, concerns, and so on and so forth. Amen. But somebody that's really called of God and loves God will be in humility in the Lord. I've seen a lot of uh, people get hurt by people that don't have a humility in the Lord, that don't have a sensitivity to God. You can look in the Word of God and see a lot of sensitivity uh, and righteousness in His servants being brought forth. Amen. To sound the trumpet 
Amen. Praise the Lord. But we see here in verse 3, not to change the message, but verse 3 we see, Therefore the showers, or the rainfall in other words, have been withholden. Now, we look in the Word of God. Do, did we ever see times of uh, that God withheld things uh, because His people walked away from Him? Yes, we certainly see that. We see, uh, we see famine. Amen. These are all types of judgment. Okay, that comes for, that. It's important to know what brings forth God's judgments. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let me give you a, a, just kind of a natural analogy, not to go outside of the Book of Jeremiah that we're teaching in here. If, you're, if you have children in your home and that you have a child that keeps going outside of the confines of the rules of your home, uh, after a while, your judgment comes out. Amen? Now, God is righteous in His judgment. Amen? And all of a sudden, your, your tone changes or your discipline changes. And why did it change? Well, because that child kept being uh, rebellious to the rules of your home. Okay, same thing here, only on a higher, much higher level, different level in God, amen? But same concept, okay? Um, so we see that here, a beginning of God's uh, judgment. And I've said this before, just to interject with the Holy Spirit here. If one in ministry leaves the Holy Spirit unwelcomed in their service, uh, that's not a good thing. Amen? Uh, to have an agenda and have a program there's, there's good programs amen they do good things but they have an agenda outside of god amen because an agenda of man and not to bring that before the lord and, and seek god about it uh becomes an evil thing right what if the holy spirit's moving one way in a service in the word of god and the Lord wants to, the Holy Spirit's moving that way, and man wants to do something else. Well, that's not going to be a good thing, right? <laughs> okay? And it, okay, so back to this. And explaining God's judgment uh, also has uh, on us as also a nation, right? Uh, does, does, do the judgments of God get, uh, get, uh, uh, get provoked and things like that? Can, it, can a nation or uh, a church or even uh, provoked? Uh, those things uh, unto God, I mean, God's judgment. Yes, yes. You see here where he would he withdrew the rain. Okay, so we see different things. Okay, praise the Lord. Can can God cause uh, blessing in the middle of anywhere, desert or anywhere else? Yes, of course. Amen. <laughs> praise God. Okay, that's uh, it's important to note that. All right, praise the Lord. Okay, so just to uh, share something with you here. These verses uh, in this, uh, this chapter 3 of Jeremiah, uh, it references uh, basically a backsliding and stubbornness and willful rebellion to God, amen? And uh, which in turn uh, brings on or brought on, okay, brought on, brings on uh, God's judgments. We see that here, uh, right? Praise God. Uh, yet, uh, God speaks, if you come back to me, I'll receive you. And we're going to read that in a minute here. Uh, I'll receive you. And God also has, he's a merciful God. Many times people paint God as a monster. Yet they're, they don't say anything about the devil, right? <laughs> and what he's done. <laughs> okay. 
All right, we talked about that in other episodes, and uh, I believe we're on episode 31, if I'm not mistaken, okay? I'll receive you, and God also shows that if, if they would return to him, he would also be merciful. We're going to read that in a minute, amen, unto them. But they, they did what? They rebelled, they refused, and they became stubborn, a stubborn-hearted people. The Word of God speaks about uh, stubbornness, uh, and it tells you what it's like. Okay, and I've taught on that many times not to get into that right now. Let's go to verse 4. In verse 4, Wilt thou not from this time cry unto me, My Father, thou art the guide of my youth. Amen. Hallelujah. And you see earlier on we read what God said to them in the midst. He said to them in the other chapters that we've already gone through chapter 1 and 2. You will see especially in chapter 2, uh, just to recap on some of that, uh, that what God said to them. Now he spoke to them, if you go over to chapter 2 and study that, he spoke to them about their uh, priest, their pastors, how they had become. In other words, it regards ministry. Okay? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. And an unwillingness to not turn to God. What, what does God use prophets for? Well, He uses them to warn. Amen? Of things. Hallelujah. Um, and He also uses them to to stir, to build up, to tear down at times. Amen? <laughs> Praise God. All hallelujah. Dedicated to the heart of God and bringing people closer to God. Wanting people and desiring people to come closer to God. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. If you want your congregation, I speak to ministers and ministry now, if you want your congregation to come closer to God, you have to come closer to God. You can't expect them to come closer to God if your heart is far away from God or distant from God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Okay, hallelujah. Uh, these are wonderful chapters in the Word of God. Somebody might say, how could you say that? But in study uh, of them, uh, they really are. Amen. Okay, so praise the Lord. I just had some notes here of my own. But, um, oh, hallelujah. Let's go on here. So in verse 5, Will he reserve his anger forever? Amen. Praise the Lord. The Bible also says, the scriptures say, it's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. But one thing that sometimes people or ministry fails to tell people sometimes, I didn't say all ministry, I said some, amen, or in teaching, is that God is a merciful God also. Okay, we're going to see that here in a minute. Uh, the mercy of the Lord, however, a hard-hearted people. Hallelujah. Pray that God keeps your heart soft towards Him. Pray that nothing comes along that hardens your heart towards the Lord, whether it's in ministry or whether uh, speaking to um, uh, individuals or a group or whoever. Amen. Praise the Lord that's listening. Okay? Praise God. And you might have just come here to, to, to hear. Amen? And maybe your heart is hardened. Maybe you're a teacher and your heart has become hardened. Can ministry's heart become hard? Or can it become um, uh, just uh, uh, deja vu, so to speak? Same thing over and over? Uh, yes. Amen. That's why we need the prophetic ministry to come 
and stir things up. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and light the fire. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh, ministry that is after the heart of God is much needed today. Amen. Praise the Lord. And isn't willing to be sold out for anything. Amen. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Okay, so verse 5. Will he reserve his anger? We're in Jeremiah, verse 5. Will he reserve his anger forever? Will he keep it to the end? Behold, thou hast spoken and done. Listen to the language, people. And done evil things as thou couldest. Let's read that again. Will he reserve his anger forever? Amen. We see different parts in Scripture where God's anger was stirred. And you have to remember something that, that scripturally speaking, what turned the anger of the Lord away from a people, an individual, a nation, praise the Lord, a church, praise God, is, re, is one word, saints, for his, his people is repentance to him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Just the turning to God, acknowledging God's merciful. People can turn to Him and acknowledge their sin, acknowledge our our evil ways. Amen. Lord, search my heart. Amen. Let me have a ministry that is that is pure-hearted towards You. That the only agenda is seeing people move closer to you and be touched by you. Amen. May our ministry, or may the ministry be focused on God. Amen. Hallelujah. Not turned away from Him. Amen. Will He reserve His anger forever? And he will He keep, in verse 5 again, will He keep it to the end? Behold, thou hast spoken and done evil as thou couldst. Okay, let's go down to verse 6. Or Jeremiah in verse 6. I'm sorry, Jeremiah 3 in verse 6. The Lord said also unto me in the days, where was the time frame of this? In the days of Josiah, the king, hast thou seen that which backsliding Israel? Did Jeremiah have a good relationship with Josiah? Yes. Okay. The answer to that, of course, is yes. Okay. The Lord said also unto me in the days of Josiah, the king, hast thou seen that which Notice the key word here, backsliding. Amen. And everybody thinks backsliding in a different way. Amen. But backsliding also has to do with, it can be stubbornness, uh, willful rebellion to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. And it's up to an individual, a people, a nation to, to change that, the heart towards God, to acknowledge that towards Him. Amen? I didn't say to a minister or <coughs> ministry or anything. I said to God. Amen? Amen? He is our source. And everything from there out, ministry flows from Him. That which backsliding Israel hath done. Okay, so let's read that again. Verse 6 of Jeremiah 3. The Lord said also unto me in the days tells you the time frame uh, in this verse, the days of Josiah the king, hast thou considered that which backsliding Israel hath done? She has gone up, and I shared this just earlier, okay? She has gone up uh, upon every high mountain, 
and under every green tree, and there hath played the harlot. Amen. They had many uh, idols that they went to worship. They walked away from God. And what was God trying to do? He's trying to speak to them. Again, God does not force his will on people. He leaves it up to you and I. He leaves it up to an individual's heart to change. Amen. That they would turn to him. God sends warnings. He sends, he'll send all sorts of things uh, your way or even onto a nation of people. Amen. And the key that touches God's heart, if there's anything to be made right, is repentance to Him and turning to Him and forgiveness from God, but a repentance in Him. And we need Him every day, saints. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, upon every high mountain and under every green tree, and there had played the harlot. The language I'm going to share with you is kind of strong language towards ministry, but God is harder on ministry. Why? They're held to a higher standard. What are you giving people uh, over the pulpit? Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you giving what's in the heart of God and the Word of God, or are you diluting that, you see? That's an offense to the Lord. Amen. And it can be easily repented of, or you can continue on in your ways and have less of God in your services, less of God in activity, amen, which uh, I don't want and I pray you don't want, amen. Praise the Lord. That it would be given to people that which is from the Word of God and the heart of God. So there have played the harlot. I mentioned early on in other episodes that, the, that God is a jealous God. The Bible says, the Scripture says that God is a jealous God. He will not have any other gods before Him, okay? God is, is not going to share his glory with another, the scripture says. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I shared that about family and things like that. How, just an analogy of that in other episodes if you ever want to go to there, okay? And, and listen to that. Okay, so we go to verse 7 and we see the language that God speaks, okay, again. And I said, and look what he calls them. And I said after she had done all these things. You see God speaking here through through the prophet Jeremiah. Turn thou unto me. How many times in the word of God do we find where the Lord wants his people to turn to him? Amen. That's important to note that. We want to stay in a, hum, humil, a humility place before the Lord. That word also means uh, a teachable. Amen. Uh, the uh, word I'm looking for is... Uh, the meekest, okay, the word meek also means teachable, okay, hallelujah, praise the Lord, and I saw, uh, but she returned not, and her treacherous sister Judah saw it, praise the Lord, they saw that, I want to just uh, share something with you here, uh, okay, I already read that to you, but uh, I just wanted to share, a remembrance would be prodigal son. Amen. Praise the Lord. And what happened? Well, he went out. He left home. And he lived righteously. Riotously. Rioting all these kinds of things. And when he came home, he came with nothing. And yet the father received him 
and there was a rejoicing. That's just how God is when someone returns to him, whether it be an individual, a people, a nation. Oh, the mercy of the Lord today. And you see that engrafted into the book of Jeremiah, how God continually wanted them to turn to him sent them a great man of God which is the prophet Jeremiah oh praise the Lord praise God okay so um, in verse 7 we read uh, about her treacherous uh, sister Judah saw it Amen. so the ten northern tribes went into captivity and Judah had them as an example and they didn't listen at all We can learn a lot from Scripture and seeing the activity that God does uh, in judgment. What bring? What I'm saying is what brings out His judgments, and we see that here uh, in Jeremiah. We certainly do see that. Amen. Praise God. Okay, so we also see that uh, might be getting ahead of myself a little bit here, but we see that during the the time of King Josiah. Um, there was times of revival, but and some of it was genuine. People came to God, but it was also a surface revival. It wasn't one that really, you can't say, changed the nation as a whole. Okay, it did not fully uh, or even turn to God, but it was more of a surface that we get at times today. Right? I mean, praise the Lord. A true revival is. When people's hearts and lives are changed, not just for a moment, and not just on the surface, but changed towards God. There's an acknowledgement in their heart and life of sin and those sorts of things as a repentance to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Can there be an imitation of God's Spirit today in the church? People, some people aren't going to like what I would say, but yes, there can be. Well, we've taught and shared on that. Does the, can the devil come into the church? Yeah, he's allowed to. Yes. Keep in mind, he was an angel of light. All right? And I don't want to get to sharing on that. We get a little bit off the topic here, but uh, praise the Lord, I've shared on that on some of the episodes here before. Okay, so before I go to down here, it says in verse 8, uh, and the language continues. Okay, we see this in verse 8. And I saw when for all the causes whereby, and here's the word again, backsliding. Okay, Israel, I'll comment on that in a minute. Backsliding Israel committed, what is the language here? Committed a, adultery. Reading right from the word of God here saying, committed adultery. I had put her away and given her a bill, excuse me, of divorce. Yet her treacherous sister, Judah, feared not. They didn't consider those things. Amen? But went, and here's the language again, went and played the harlot also. And the Bible speaks that we just read about her lovers and things like that, right? From a spiritual standpoint. Okay, and even if you go into the Word of God, you will find in some areas... Uh, we even go over, I believe it's in the book of Judges, we see um, 
that um, they even married after those that God didn't want them doing. Right? Why? Because those people they married were into idol worship and all sorts of things. That was the main reason. And God knew it would draw their hearts and lives away from Him. That's the reason. Okay? So, in verse 9, we, said, we see here uh, the language coming forth again. And it came to pass through the lightness of her whoredoms, in other words, it wasn't considered, okay, that she defiled the land and committed adultery with stones and with stocks. Everything that would be totally, absolutely uh, in defiant of God, they did, okay? This is how far they were away from God in their, in their hearts, amen? And we have to remember that God sent them men of God the book of Hosea we see that here in Jeremiah we see that at other times okay and we know the Bible isn't written chronologically in order so we have to go to those things and put them through together in history and it came to pass through the lightness of her horns in verse 9 Jeremiah 3 verse 9 uh, says that it came to pass through the lightness of her horns that she defiled the land and committed adultery with stones and stocks. Okay, verse 10. And it goes on to the language here and it says in, in verse 10, And yet for all this her treacherous sister Judah hath not turned unto me with her whole heart, but faintly saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Verse 11. And the Lord said unto me, the backsliding speaks again. There's that word again. Okay, we'll comment on that in a minute. The backsliding Israel hath justified herself or made right herself. Okay, in other words, more than treacherous Judah. Amen. They didn't learn. Okay. In verse 12 uh, of chapter uh, 3 in Jeremiah, in verse 12. Okay, that's where we're at. Go and proclaim these words toward the north and say, Return thou backsliding Israel, saith the Lord, and I will not cause you. You see God warning, you see him being merciful here, but it also, uh, people, it also takes a what? It also takes an individual choice and repentance to God. Hallelujah to turn to him and God never violates your will amen there's elections that basically God I'm not speaking of the election that just happened but I'm talking about there's electives that God has amen and there in the word of God we see things conditional if you do this I will do this and God's a merciful God today saints amen he knows who you are he knows where you, he knows where we are. He knows where we're at in him. Amen. He knows your thoughts. He knows your thinking. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, he says here. Um, let's go to verse twelve. Go and proclaim these words towards the north and say, Return thou backsliding Israel. Amen. It wasn't just once that this happened, saith the Lord, and I will not cause my anger to fall upon you. What does it say? Right? Read this again. <laughs> okay, because you need to hear this. It's really good. 
to understand and know. In verse 13, only acknowledge thine iniquity. What does it say? Uh, the Bible is full of acknowledgement. Even in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with 3, 5, and 6 in Proverbs. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not to thine own understanding. But acknowledge me in all thy ways, and I'll direct thy paths. Amen. Praise the Lord. Without turning to that, one of my favorite scriptures. But Okay, so verse 13, only acknowledge thine iniquity. So there, there's a language here that says only acknowledge thine iniquity. Okay, that thou hast transgressed against the Lord thy God and has why do people sometimes get afraid of even scripture uh, you, you see them afraid of prophets and things like that in scripture you see King Ahab said he never says anything good to me about Elijah okay uh, and uh, yet they called on Elijah well if the king was doing good if he wasn't wicked nothing, nothing would have been said to him like that okay and by the way, there is very, very few righteous kings. Most of them were evil and wicked at that at that times in history. <clears throat> okay, so we go to um, verse twelve again, and I will cause, I will not cause mine anger, which also tells you that there can be the anger of God. What angers God? We, I teach that here. We teach that here. Amen. And share that here so people will know. And understand what brings forth the anger of God. Alright, to fall upon you, for I am merciful. Let's read that again. For I am merciful. Let's read that again. For I am merciful. Let's read that again. For I for I am merciful, saith the Lord, and I will not keep anger forever. Hallelujah. And I've used analogies before, right? But you stay angry with you if you have children do you stay angry with them forever right some might in extreme cases but I'm saying on, on your everyday discipline and things when they start to come under the rules of your home or or they're obedient to you your anger changes right same way with God only it's on a righteous high level and the, uh, the love of God amen it's on a higher level praise the Lord but it's as simple as that. All oh, the simplicity of the gospel. Amen. So in verse, where are we at? Uh, and let's just go to verse 13 again. Grant us the Lord thy God, and hath scattered his, um, I'm sorry, we were in verse 12. And I will not cause mine anger to fall upon you. Okay. For I am a merc for I'm merciful, saith the Lord, and I will not keep anger forever. Did they recognize that? No. Did they acknowledge God? No. Amen. Now under uh, King uh, Josiah, there was a, a certain amount of revival that went on because he was destroying the idols in the land. Okay, some people genuinely turned to him, but most didn't. It was a surface revival, you might want to say. Okay, so in verse uh, 14, we see turn you see the language here again uh, in verse 13, I'm sorry, verse 13, Jeremiah 3, 13. Only acknowledge thine iniquity that thou hast trans transgressed. What did we read in the chapter before, the verse before that? That it says here, I will not, in verse 12, I will not cause my anger to fall upon you, for I am merciful. Now we jump down to 13. Only acknowledge, amen, 
many times people don't want to acknowledge the Lord. That's why we see over in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 also in those verses, um, Trust in me with all thine heart, lean not to thy own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge me. Amen. Acknowledge the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Something that's good to do every day. Amen. Lord, I just acknowledge your word. I acknowledge your ways. Amen. Good good practice for pastors, good practice for ministry, good for anybody, good for all of us, amen. Okay, only acknowledge thine iniquity that thou hast transgressed against the Lord. So what are they acknowledging? They're acknowledging the transgression against the Lord. Who were these people? They were God's people. Interesting, isn't it? Okay, against the Lord, thy God, and hast scattered thy ways <coughs> to the strangers. They intermingled, right? They did idol worship. They worshipped images. They, you see, under every green tree, and ye have not obeyed my voice, saith the Lord. And that's in verse 13. In verse 14, we see some of the similar language. Turn, O backsliding. There's that word again. I'll comment on that in just a few minutes. Okay. Turn, O backsliding. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn. O backsliding children, saith the Lord. Now look at the language here. For I am married, married unto you. Okay, what is it? Turn, in verse 14, turn, O backsliding children. What did God do? He sent the prophet Jeremiah to tell them what? He, he said, Jeremiah, I'm going to put my words in your mouth. Amen. It weren't Jeremiah's words. They were God's words in the servant Jeremiah. The obedient servant unto the Lord, Jeremiah, said, Turn, O backsliding children, saith the Lord, for I am married unto you. Praise the Lord. Notice God doesn't just give his words of warning to anybody. Amen. That's why there's a prophetic ministry. That's why there was prophets in the scripture. But today we have, and I don't want to get on this topic. But we talk about fivefold ministry. Many people don't believe in a fivefold ministry. We're lucky to have a twofold ministry today, right? Pastors and teachers. You got half of this and half of that, right? Don't hear too much about apostles. Don't hear too much about prophets today. You don't hear too much, but you'll hear a lot about pastors. Amen. God has a lot to say in His Word about pastors and ministry. I've shared on that before. Okay. We got half of a teacher and part of an evangelist. Amen. What brings on true revival, saints? Repentance. Repentance to God. Most evangelists know that. <laughs> okay. However, there's some that don't. Okay. Let's not get on that topic. But anyway, verse 14. Turn, O backsliding children, saith the Lord, for I am married unto you, and I will take you one of a city and two of a family, and I will bring you to Zion. So what do we see here? Um, we see in verse, I wanted to say in verse 12, I'll bring you back to the land uh, of the graciousness of his God, only acknowledge thine iniquity uh, and turn unto me, basically the Lord saying, but they would not. What, ha what we have today is a modern form of the lack of confession of sin in people's lives. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I can reference some of these things after, but <coughs> see, let's go to verse 15. 
And it's got a, a language here that says, and I will give you pastors according to my heart. See, these are some of the promises that would have gone out to them. According to my heart, which shall feed you with what? Knowledge, amen? And understanding. Okay, praise the Lord. Who's, what's God going to do? Who's he? <laughs> well, we'll talk about that some other time. But anyway, 16. And it, came, and it shall come to pass... When ye be multiplied and increased, you see um, prophetic, uh, the, the time of history being pronounced here uh, at a later time. Okay. Oh, I, I should say the word promises. <coughs> okay. Excuse me. So in verse 15 through 18, we basically see a, a reference to the millennial kingdom. This is the first of a long list of prophecies uh, filled with glorious prospects in the future. Amen. I just wanted to bring that out. Okay. So verse 16. Um, and it shall come to pass when you be multiplied and increased in the land in those days, saith the Lord, it shall be no more the ark of the covenant of the Lord. Neither shall it come to mind. Neither shall they remember it. Neither shall they visit it. Neither shall be done anymore. Praise the Lord. Okay, so let's jump down here to 17. At that time they shall call Jerusalem the throne of the Lord, and all the nations shall be gathered unto it to the name of the Lord, to Jerusalem. Neither shall they walk anymore in the imagination of their... Notice what God calls it in His Word evil heart. Amen. Okay. In verse 18, in those days, the house of Judah shall walk with the house of Israel and they shall come together out of the land of the north to the land that I have given for an inheritance unto your father. See, she promises being denoted here. Okay. Oh, hell, it's important to note that. Okay? So, in verse 20, Surely as, as a wife treacherously departed from her husband, so, look at the language here, people, so have ye dealt treacherously with me, O house of Israel, saith the Lord. Let's read that again. Verse 20 of Jeremiah 3, we read here, Surely, as a wife treacherously departed from her husband, so have ye dealt treacherously with me, O house of Israel, saith the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Why did God have to send Jeremiah to a people? Really, as I said earlier, really broke the heart of Jeremiah. These were his people he had to speak to. Amen. Praise the Lord. And God spoke through him. Praise God. Verse 22, or 21 rather. A voice was heard upon every high place, upon the high places, weeping and supplications of the children of Israel. Oh, how did he? Oh, Jesus. For they have perverted their way and they've forgotten 
the Lord their God. You know, uh, I shared early on in one of the uh, chapters we were sharing on Jeremiah 1 and 2, we see that there. But we see the Lord using very specific language uh, through the prophet Jeremiah. And basically in uh, Jeremiah 2, the Lord said, What have I done that you would do these things? And if you want to hear that, you can listen to the episode on Jeremiah 2. Uh, even in one some, but in two especially. Uh, speaks of, What have I done that you would, you would do such a, a wicked thing? Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. And verse 22, again, the language. Look at the language here. Return, you backsliding children. There's that word again, backsliding children. And I will heal. Do what? I will heal your backslidings. Hallelujah. Whenever a ministry of people, a nation, an individual uh, goes back, away from God's word, away from their ways, whether it's in ministry, church, right? It's always going to be a negative thing. You see that in the book of Ruth. It was a, it was a, it was a negative, declining experience when they went to the land of where? They left the, the bread and the wine, the land. Amen. And they went where? They went to Moab. Why did they go there? Because of the famine. What did they do there? Well, they were amongst people that worshipped many idols. It was normal to them. Did God want them there? No. Did they suffer when they went there? Yes, if you read the book of Ruth. Okay? And I've shared on that before. Praise God. So there's always a decline. There will always be a decline in ministry or anything when they get away from the Word of God. When they get away from the conviction of the Holy Spirit. When there's a watered-down Word in the Word of God. Amen. When there's uh, teaching that goes outside, not only the Word of God, but outside of the Holy Spirit, which brings about the Word of God also. Amen. Praise the Lord. What does that do? It brings an offense to the Holy Spirit, which is not a good thing. Okay. We've talked on that before. but Okay, so um, let's go to... Um, let's go, just go to 21 again. A voice was heard upon the high places weeping in supplication of the children of Israel, for they have perverted their way. Amen. Praise the Lord. They, they perverted, look at the language here, people. They, they have perverted their way, and they have forgotten the Lord their God. Amen. Okay, so in verse 22, we see this, the language here. Return, ye backsliding. There's a word again, okay? And I will heal your backslidings. Behold, we come unto thee, for thou art the Lord our God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Verse 23, Truly in vain is salvation hoped for from the hills and from the multitude of mountains. Truly in the Lord our God is salvation is the salvation of Israel okay verse 24 for shame hath devoured the labor of our fathers from our youth their flocks and their herds their sons and their daughters notice how that all flows down through the generational families and things like that amen okay and verse 25 
we lie down in our shame and our confusion how many know the scripture says not to say this goes along with that but the tower of babel babylon means confusion also what did god do with the tower of babel he he caused their languages to be confused amen so god is not the author of confusion but a love and power and sound mind i'm not saying that goes with this but i just wanted to bring that out okay and our confusion covereth us for we have sinned against the lord our god and we our fathers from our youth even unto this day and have not obeyed the voice of the lord our god now i shared with you earlier that there was a there was times that uh there was times of revival and various things um, that happened uh, under josiah uh, but it was a surface revival okay it did it did basically didn't cover the nation of Israel in the sense you might want to say. So just to recap some of the things in verse 1 we see Judah played the harlot in chapter 3 of verse 1 Judah played the harlot yet God asked her to return unto him Amen. If, if you're listening today and God's the Spirit of God is calling your heart and life to return unto him please do that Amen. I would plead with you even as Jeremiah did turn Turn to the Lord. Amen. And you're the only one that can do that. Amen. You're the only one that can make it right with the Lord. If you're in ministry and you know something's not right, correct it. Right? Correct it in what the Spirit of God and the Word of God is speaking to your heart and life. You walk in blessing. Amen. And God is always going to stand behind His Word. Praise God. Verse 3. Uh, just This is just recapping on something. God judges by withholding the rainfall okay that was just one of the God's judgments what did he what did he also do might be getting ahead of ourselves here a little bit but he also stirred the Babylonian army from the north right what did that do that didn't go well with them did it we'll get into that later on okay so in verse uh, charge of backsliding during the reign of Josiah basically chapters uh, 3 uh, 3 6 through at 6.30, amen? Okay? And backsliding, this is what I wanted to get to. The, the backsliding is mentioned seven times in chapter 3. And it's more than half the number in the entire book. Interesting, isn't it? Okay? Verse 6, the pagan gods and heathen altars are placed on the mountaintops and under trees and groves. And Israel turned from the living God to these okay remember these were people that experienced the generations that experienced the the miracles of God amen praise the Lord and it just goes to show you so we turn to verse 6 here just re recap and the Lord said in, in, in uh, I'm sorry in Jeremiah <coughs> 3 6 verse 6 the Lord said also unto me in the days of Josiah the king Hast thou seen that which backsliding Israel hath done? She has gone up upon every high mountain and under every green tree, and there have played the harlot in it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How did Jeremiah know these things? Because God chose him. He chose to show show himself. We can't. We don't tell God who He chooses, saints. He chooses who He will. 
he chooses someone into a ministry, amen, and the callings of God. You see? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, someone might say, well, why would God go through all that, you see? Because he gave his people opportunity to turn to him. Many of them died in captivity. We'll see that later on. Uh, uh, because they would not listen. Amen? Praise God. Even to the words of Jeremiah. Amen. Okay, so in verse 6, we see that. In verse 14, Israel belongs to Jehovah uh, by right redemption out of Egypt. And basically, she is left, she is the wife of Jehovah in spiritual relationships. And Jehovah, Jehovah looks to the future. I will bring you to Zion. Amen. In verse uh, 15 through 18, I already told you about that. Okay? Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. So there's some promises here, but in verse 23, uh, we see that even in Psalms 121.1, if you were to go there and read that, uh, that they would call God their Father. And you won't see that in, in, in anything. He said, my son, he never called Moses, he called the nation of Israel, you see. Praise God that they would call him that and just turn to him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you. You're in the Word of God, church. Praise the Lord. Pray you're receiving, uh, and I've heard some good things. Uh, people downloading and listening uh, to the great book of Jeremiah and the great prophet Jeremiah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, and what makes an individual great in God is God makes an individual great, saints. Amen. You see, humility in the Lord. It's a teachable heart. Amen. A ministry that is quick to turn to Him. Service after service. Amen. A people that will cry out on the altars of God. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Okay, so I want to share, like I said, I share in every episode. Be a blessing. Amen. Uh, please, uh, Please become a listener and, and, and share and download and, and just share with others. Amen. Uh, praise God and the uh, great book of Jeremiah here that we're going through. And we'll be here for quite a while. Amen. Praise the Lord. And that's okay. And I told you that we'd break away once in a while, which we have. And uh, other sharings and uh, preaching and teaching and sharing the word of God. Amen. And if you're from Manuka, Illinois, where I am tonight. I had to stop because the weather got really bad here, uh, beyond here, with icing and things, the road conditions. And uh, I drove through, come through a lot of snow and ice today, right? And it, when it got that bad, I said, I got to stop. <laughs> so anyway, God bless you. And uh, like I said, I believe we're on episode 31. And uh, please share, download, and pray for one another. Amen. And uh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Love one another. Amen. And above all, love God. Love the Lord. Praise the Lord. Give Him your heart and life if you haven't done that already. 
the time is short amen praise the lord and uh, praise god thank you jesus turn your heart and life to him today wherever you're at wherever you're listening uh, to the message praise god and be a blessing to others amen however god has blessed you i've always shared this in just about every episode but uh, let your life be a blessing to someone amen and uh, like i said it's not always in the way of money uh, if you can help someone your neighbor your community amen uh, and just be a blessing amen to the lord and and allow god to to use you as a blessing to others, amen? Sometimes it's your time. Maybe you're in college, like I said before, and you, you have a greater knowledge than someone else that's struggling. Help them out, amen? And do as an unto the Lord, and God will bless you for that, amen? Praise the Lord. How many? Help somebody that is having a really hard time with something in life, amen? Share the Lord with them. Share God with them. Share the podcast with them if you'd like. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I pray that your heart and life is coming closer to God. That's what this podcast is all about, is having people come closer to God. Amen. And I pray that no matter where you're listening from, whatever country you're listening from, that the Lord sends comfort your way, sends blessing your way, and that you're just you're blessed above and beyond measure. Amen. And, uh, and for the folks in the Philippines, Pastor Tony over there, if you're listening, <laughs> God bless you, Pastor Tony. Uh, and I know we have some involvement over there in the Philippines, amen. Uh, tell the pastors over there we said hello and uh, that, uh, that your services and their services are a blessing to others. Amen. Praise God. All right, people, uh, God bless you. And... Uh, before we close, I just want to say that I appreciate everyone. Uh, if you're new here, listening, God bless you, and welcome aboard. And uh, praise the Lord. Like I said before, you may hear things here you won't always hear in church. Am I against the local church? No. I am uh, <laughs> not for those that are away from God in their church. I pray they come closer. Amen. I'm not against the local church as long as they're not against uh, the Holy Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. If they're on fire for the Lord to come in closer to the Lord, that's always good. Amen. And you're not going to find perfect ministry anywhere. Right? Praise the Lord. But I shared on here what what good ministry is in the Word of God, what you can look forward to. Amen. Somebody says, well, we shouldn't say that. We should say that. It's up to us to let people know what good ministry is, what bad ministry is. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, the attitude of your heart towards God and towards the ministry, amen? Praise the Lord. God checks every one of, he checks our agenda, saints, people, amen? Praise the Lord. So wherever you're from, wherever you're listening from, uh, God bless you and please come back. And uh, please download, share, uh, listen, praise the Lord. And uh, be a listener. Have a word, leave me a message if you like. You can leave me a voice message in. Uh, through Spotify or through Anchor here, and I'm on uh, also on other uh, Google Podcast, Amen, Amazon, so on and so forth. So wherever you're listening from, but I think uh, the voice message, if you want to send me one, you have to be on Spotify or or Anchor. Um, um, the podcast is hosted uh, through Anchor, 
which is connected with Spotify. So praise the Lord. Uh, it's an excellent platform. I've had no problems with them whatsoever. Amen. And again, I'd just like to say that. Praise the Lord. Uh, if you're looking for a good study Bible, um, the Thompson Chain reference is good. Amen. Uh, Zondervan puts out some uh, various ones that are, are good. Amen. And you're looking to um, to study in the Word of God. Amen. To to meditate in His Word. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. I just feel the goodness of God tonight. Amen. And I pray you do. Wherever you're from, whatever country you're from, I want to welcome the folks from India that are listening, uh, the family there, the individual there. Uh, God bless you. And may God use you there in India uh, to share amongst others and touch your own life. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you come to the podcast here or episodes and you're listening, may God uh, heal your heart and life uh, wherever you're from, wherever you're listening from. Amen. Sometimes people come here brokenhearted and the Lord wants to touch them. I, I don't believe anybody comes here by chance. I, I do believe in divine appointment. I believe God sets appointments in people's lives. Amen. So if you're listening to the podcast and God's drawing your heart and life, uh, just send me a message. Amen. Praise the Lord. And uh, I'm just saying, if you'd like to be on uh, one of the episodes here, if you want me to include that, I can. Uh, I need your permission to do that. Uh, so please be send me a voice message, uh, something like that. In order to include that, I have to have your permission. If not, if you don't want to, if you just want to share uh, what the Lord is doing uh, with us here, and, and uh, just to be a blessing, amen, uh, I'll just pray for you, amen. Praise God. And I pray you're a blessing to others. Praise God. Okay, God bless you. And uh, again, this is Jerry with the Prophetic for, uh, Prophetic for God podcast. And I pray the episodes have been a blessing to you. And uh, it's evening here, but uh, if you're listening to this uh, during the day or whatever, uh, I pray it just finds a blessing uh, into your life and into your ministry. And that's your most important thing is draw your heart and life is drawing closer to the Lord. Amen. Praise God. God bless you. And I, like I said, I believe we're on episode 31, okay? Lord, I just pray right now that your spirit and your presence, Lord, would just go and comfort people. Lord, comfort them by the Word of God and the teaching uh, in Jeremiah, the understanding of your heart, Lord, uh, the importance of it, Lord, and just what you're doing in this day and in this hour, Lord. I just ask that your Spirit would move in a mighty way in people's lives, Lord. Hallelujah. Heal people, touch people. Lord, whatever the need is, I just pray that you're your spirit and presence would minister to them wherever they're from. And we just thank you for your love, O oh Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. All right, God bless you and have a great day. It's night here, uh, but I know some people, you know, they're listening all kinds of hours. So, all right, God bless you people. Like I said, if you're new here, coming here, God bless everyone. But um, thank you for stopping by. I pray you'll come back and it'll just be a... Heart, amen. Just be a part of what God is doing here. And uh, I feel the Lord on the move. Uh, maybe not the way some people think, but God is a, is a good God. Amen. Hallelujah. He's a good God, saints. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. And if you haven't done so, turn your heart and life to the Lord. Amen. Come to Him. Talk to Him. Amen.
the Lord is his his love will reach out to your life open your heart and life up to him ask his forgiveness ask Jesus into your life amen God bless you and this is Jerry signing off the prophetic for God podcast Thank you.